Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrantz and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello, this is Peter Mingles. I am here riding solo, but absolutely positively with a perfect guest on our Dash radio show. My co-host Dawn is driving in a big truck or a small truck on her way down to somewhere else, and she's still on the road. She started yesterday. She's on the road today. She'll be back with us maybe tomorrow. Not really sure, so you kind of have me. Yesterday, we had my brother on the line. He was my co-host or my guest co-host, and today we have Cowboy Wilson, Rob Wilson on our line. And I'll tell you, I've been looking over his website, watching his videos, listening to his audios, so I am super impressed to have you, Mr. Rob Wilson, otherwise known as Cowboy Wisdom, on the other line. So thanks for being here. Well, thank you. It's my honor and privilege to be here with you and all your guests and all your listeners. It's my privilege. Well, thank you. You know, we call our radio show The Dash Radio, and the theme came from if you've ever looked at somebody's tombstone, if they have tombstones, they have a a date of their beginning and the date of their end, and then that little dash is the stuff that really only those people that are super close to them know what filled that dash. And by looking at the stuff that you're going to be presenting and the people have an opportunity to be able to to take advantage of afterwards, if there was one guest that we've had that can certainly salt and pepper and season that dash, it's going to be you, because you have such a diverse background and a wonderful new twist towards doing things, I'm super excited. So let's find out about some of your background first, because you did start off kind of like a cowboy. Yeah, I grew up on a farm cattle operation in South Dakota with my uncle. We had 750 head of cows, 1,000 acres of grain, 1,000 acres of corn, and uh, 1,200 head of hogs. And there's one thing about working with animals. It actually opens you up because you have to really pay attention and try to outtend them. And then I went to the oil fields in Wyoming, and that was a very interesting thing. The oil fields they grow you up because there's it's just it's just raw and wide open and everything is big, heavy, and you had to be very alert. But it also had a lot of delicacy to it because you're moving expensive equipment around, millions and millions of dollars. And then and then the oil field died in '83, so I went to electrical school in, in Colorado, and then I come out to Seattle, Washington, been an electrician, and then. I got it, and one thing I'm going to say about electricity, electricity is a lot like life. When it flows, it goes real easy, but when it has a problem, it blows up, and right, it's just absolutely. like life. And see, one thing a lot of people don't understand about electricity, you think it flows through the wires, but electricity flows around the outside of the wire. That's why when you cut something, it's it's 
uh, tarnished on the outside and clear on the inside. And that's just like a person because we're really, the only place we're tarnished is on the outside and we allow that to go in instead of allow ourselves to open up and move forward. And then in 97, I got into personal growth. 2000, I went to coaching school and then I got into hypnotherapy and NLP and Reiki and all that other stuff. And something that I've discovered along the way is neuro-linguistic innovation. It's the words and the it's the words and and the mind go together, but it's not the conscious mind. It's the subconscious mind, because we live subconsciously in a conscious world, and that's how cowboy wisdom and NLI coaching become about. And I've learned to write in rhymes and. I've also taken some words out of my life, like change, heal, create, and transformation. I do not use them words. I use energize, uh, expand, energize, enterprise, and experience. And I'm going to be honest. With just taking the word change and using the word expand, it frees you up because the subconscious mind cannot latch on to a negative thing with the word expand. But with change, there's ingrained pain, and that will stop you from moving forward. Unbelievable stuff. Now, you went from working with your hands and doing all that stuff as a young man with cattle and then, again, still working with the hands in the Wyoming oil fields, and I'm sure that's kind of like dirty work as well. Hard physical labor. You have to be somewhat delicate, of course, with the equipment. And then you started things with working with your mind as opposed to working with your hands. When you start working with your mind, you mentioned things like a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Now, there are some people that might be listening in that have already kind of been down that track, so they have their own interpretation of how the conscious mind works and how the subconscious mind works. But for some people that might be just listening for the very first time, like that guy that might be on that, you know, still on that cattle ranch or doing the stuff with the oil fields, and he just took up his dirty boots and he just kind of threw it down on the floor. You're Explain to us a little bit about how that works, the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and then we're going to weave into that how your NLI coaching and the NLI or the neuro-linguistic innovation kind of squeezes in there and and kind of manipulates that the way maybe your Reiki master stuff might. So talk to us about the conscious and the subconscious mind. The conscious mind is the inner, is the noisy mind. It's always, uh, the one that's talking, it's the one you feel and it's the one you hear. The subconscious mind is really the body and the heart, and it's really a place where things are stored. And it, it, the thing about the subconscious mind, everybody has a, a way of it, but the subconscious mind is the one that gives you them unique ideas that scare you or or raise a fear, but the subconscious mind is really the body and the cells of your body. It's where everything is stored, but the subconscious is really the deep inside of the brain. So it sounds like, yeah, so it sounds like when you use that word change, your conscious mind kind of clamps up. Yeah, the conscious, yeah. Go ahead. If the subconscious mind feels change because your subconscious is like the sixth sense when your hair stands up on the back of your neck when you don't know what's going on, that's the subconscious mind. And there's a gatekeeper between them. And as long as the subconscious feels safe, 
and the word change comes up, and if it isn't abrupt, it doesn't do nothing. If it's abrupt, it tries to get you back to where you was with the word change. And so, it won't let you expand, Peter. So in 90, I think you said around 97 or somewhere around 2000, you went into the concept of coaching. A lot of people might yes. be unfamiliar with that as a profession. They might think of coaching like a basketball coach or a football coach, and we're all probably somewhat familiar with that. But a lot of people may not know about either life coaches or business coaches or those types of things. What attracted you towards coaching? Well, I got into a home-based business in 97, and they pushed personal growth. And I really took to the personal growth because it started opening me up and made me look at life in different. And it really was seizing some old patterns within me. And then I started realizing I was I had kind of a knack for it. Not kind of, I did have a knack for it. So I went to coaching school in Redmond, Washington. And from there on, and it's really something that happened when you have your first breakthrough you're on the path you'll never get off because that sensation of that first breakthrough is probably the most powerful thing you'll ever experience excellent so when when you started you started off in a home-based business was it like an affiliate well it probably wasn't affiliate programs because we really didn't have the internet way back in 97 was it a network marketing company was it a franchise was it a carpet cleaning thing what was it it was kind of an MLM thing. It was called, uh, I don't know if anybody ever heard of it, it was Global Prosperity You Sold. It was a different uh, kind of thing, but it wasn't that. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, the, the financial part of that failed, but the personal growth part of it really expanded. But here's something they said in there, and they really pushed. You will grow personally before you grow financially. And that's what took to me, and that is a very true, tr- uh, very true statement. You will grow personally to grow financially. That's right. So that was a company that pushed a lot of stuff, but there was definitely a self-development component to it. So people started kind of digging into their mind, figured out how they worked. A lot of people worked um, leads in their advertising. My background was in leads and still is now. So they worked a lot of leads, which was a lot of dealing with rejection, learning how to push through um, maybe self-implied barriers and things along that line. So the self-development part of that program, or like you had mentioned, the financial part um, didn't work out. The self-development stuff actually spawned some of the leaders in the network marketing and self-help business. There's a lot of people that bring their roots probably back to the teachings of that product. Okay, so then you started as a coach. And why coaching? Like, you could have just applied this stuff on your own, but why did you want to be like a coach to others as well? That's probably the greatest question I ever been. I got a burning passion, to I, and I understand the world the way it is, and the corporate Americas are not going to do it. It's individual innovation that's going to move it forward. And I have a burning desire to see people succeed in their own way. And see, something I expanded into is I let go of I'm going to tell you how to do it. I'm going to open up your eyes to let you show you how to move it forward. As I show the world so they can live through my challenges. And I got to a little statement to say, I'm a student of my journey, the master of my destiny, but I'm a teacher of my experiences. Wow. 
that's what moves the world forward. Excellent. Okay, good. We're going to push a couple of buttons over here. We're going to go through a brief commercial. We'll be right back. We're going to find out more about Cowboy Wisdom. And if you want to go to the website, you can go to cowboy-wisdom.com. So if you want to, while we're on this commercial break, go to cowboy-wisdom.com. We're going to be right back in about a minute or so. Do you run a home-based business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar diamond in the rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively. If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level, for email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations. Just go to www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio and register for your free lead management system today. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, Click follow at the top of our show. Then hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the dash radio. And now, back to the show. We are back. This is Peter Mingles. My special guest is Rob Wilson, the owner of cowboy-wisdom.com and we're talking about making changes in your life and I can feel your passion Rob on doing the things that are necessary to help people become more successful and I can sense from the journey that you've traveled so far and by working with other people you've you know you you bang them on I'm just playfully saying you bang them on the head and try to get them to do it this way you bang them and that's not working and you bang them in a different way and you you have figured out different ways to be able to creep into perhaps the things that might be holding people back and figuring out a way to kind of crack that code with lots of people, and you've actually developed your own neuro-linguistic innovation. So I thought that was, like, so cool the way you're doing it. So some of your disciplines, as I'm reading on your site, hypnotherapist, life success coach, regression specialist, which I'd like you to expand upon, Reiki master, which I thought really sounds cool. But talk to us about any of those or that unique niche that you have found as a way to kind of squeeze in there through maybe some of the barriers or the gatekeepers that some people have so you can help them make the changes they need to. Really, the first something that I've really done is when I do personal growth and I write positive affirmations and I'm going to post them on the internet, I write everything in the first person. So when, cause as, cause your subconscious mind doesn't understand who you is. And if you read, you can do this, who's you? Cause your, your subconscious mind thinks it's somebody else. But when I say I can do this, Feel the difference when you read something? I can do this. And anyway, but it's really I took out the words, a lot of words out of my vocabulary and started a visionary vocabulary. I don't use the words change, heal, create, and transformation because 
If you ever say them four words together, you're going to feel your eyes go narrow and the front of you shut. You become closed up and in, in, in grains of fear. I use the word expand, energize, enterprise, and experience life because you're going to experience life. And something else that I've just really extended and expanded into is you're going to aggravate yourself, frustrate yourself, and confuse, your, confuse yourself all the way to success because you're stepping into the land of the unknown. And really it's a terra incognita because your dreams are hiding where you've never been. So holding on to everything is, so you want to unlatch that latch of attachment to everything you know and expand that into an understanding. You understand where you're at, you understand who you are, and you understand everything. But when you can open up to expand through something, you open up your inner self and you open up a new way to look at life. It's really you're going to listen your way to wealth and success. And that's something I did but I don't use the word expectation. I do not use the word chance, anything. It's I expand through, it's I say goodbye to the lies of yesterday. To open my eyes, to let go, to flow in forthright, lively, omniific wisdom today and every day. And see, when you start using the rhymes, it goes right through the gatekeeper, right into the subconscious mind. And the thing you really want to do when you set an intention, Peter, you want to the first question, you set the intention, you feel all good. Then the next question is, is how am I afraid to attain this goal with what I know? But so if I open up my I don't know, how will I attain the goal? And that's Powerful kind of stuff. what it is. So but I it's remember- really about... Go ahead. No, no, I remember when I first was um, exposed to this kind of thinking, not exactly like yours, but this kind was through the book Thinking Grow Rich. And Napoleon Hill wrote that book a long, long, long time ago, and I remember, I believe it was on page 54, he had his self-confidence formula. And I learned the power of reading the self-confidence formula several times a day, you know, aloud and with conviction, and I wasn't sure if I was brainwashing myself or not. So, because some of the stuff was not necessarily stuff I believed to be true at that moment for me, but I think what started to happen through that repetition and through that conviction, I started to open up my mind and kind of expand upon it. You've kind of done that, but with a twist, with rhymes. So, why do you think the rhymes seem to just work like really well for some people. You just taught rhymes in nursery school. Okay. And you just taught rhymes as a youth. And the subconscious mind understands the images. And when you write an affirmation or a goal, you want to write it with an image because the subconscious mind is really like the third eye. It understands images. It doesn't necessarily understand the words. It's like I am confident. That doesn't say a lot, but I'm a common, uh, but when you write it, I am a comet of confidence, shining my light to see through everything. Feel the difference in when the words are spoken? Sure. Yeah, because it forms more of a picture. That's as opposed it. You to want just to... the words. That's it. And that's the secret. And you write them in the first person. 
And you want to quit telling the world its challenges because the world knows its challenges, but all the challenges in the world, Peter, are asking for individual wisdom to expand the world into peace. Now, what's the application, or maybe you can give us some give us some applications of when people actually started to use this. So do you have any stories of either yourself or other of your students that were like, this is where we, they were before, and this is what happened with them afterwards? Yeah, I got quite some. But see, what when I do a hypnosis, it really goes back to the childhood and when you can start ch- expanding out of the childhood because Here's something that uh, that works, that opens people up. The parent you didn't like and the things your parents didn't like, that is what you do today because it's ingrained. We ingrain more and we don't like. But what it really opens people up after the hypnosis is, is they start making their own rhymes and then they start making their own things. But it's really, they come down, like I got a book, Fear is My Friend. It makes you look at fear because fear is an unrefined wisdom. And it takes the fear out of fear and opens you up to fear expands astute revelations opening my life. And you want to take everything that is a quandary within you and realize that is not there because it's a blockage. It's there to open up the path to your desired desires or your your desired results or the rich results, but what really it does, it gives the people, with the word expand, people start opening up, my students open up, and they start looking at life as an expansion rather than a change. Would you rather expand your life or change your life? Which one makes you feel better? Expand for sure. Yeah, and see, that's just what it does. Because there's no imprints to expand, and it frees the subconscious. And the subconscious mind and the body don't feel any apprehension when you say that. It's like when people choose to go on a diet. Well, rather than going on a diet, go on a search for new favorite foods that lower, that take the weight off. Makes sense to me. Now, you started with something when you said when you do this hip no therapy with different people you kind of find maybe some of the roots in childhood what does that mean like is the root of some of the challenges that most people have towards taking risks um going through those inevitable expansions or changes um uh learning something new where do we get those fears or perhaps those apprehensions from well from the womb to five years old but a lot of it happens in the womb to one years old because you don't have a memory and something about the subconscious mind and the cells and the DNA in people we live to every life you've been here it's a continuous now the body ages the spirit or the body ages but the words every word you heard and how your parents got along when you was in the womb to one years old that's ingrained in the subconscious mind. And everything you do in life, all your patterns are set between the womb and five to seven years old. That's and somewhat that's where ama- most... Yeah, that's but, amazing because but, most people would think that, you know, unless they've been disciplined the way you've been disciplined, most people would think a lot of that stuff just doesn't count at all. Like they're only kids is what might, people might be thinking. 
You know, when you do past, what past regression is, is you go back beyond the womb, you go into other lifetimes, and you'll be surprised what people come up with. But it's really the womb to five years old is where how your parents got along. And if you can take do these two things, and it's kind of a it's kind of an eye opener the first time. Open your open yourself up to understand where spiritual energy on a spiritual experience. And take the human, I'm a human on a spiritual, because let the doctors worry about the human. Take the apprehension out of yourself and allow yourself to expand through situations as a spiritual energy. And don't be attached to everything you know, because when you can let go of what you know, you can expand into the desires. And And it's really about freeing yourself up and developing your own way to expand through life. And don't be, just because you read a book and this person's successful and they do it that way, don't, that's their path. Every book, everything I'm even saying on this radio is only a guide. Open yourself up to what opens you up, what makes you feel good, because the words you want to use open your eyes, your mind's eye, and your heart at the same time. And it doesn't involve the conscious mind. Because if you think you're going to know your way to live in your desires, you're actually going to fall down because you're going to get into a place where what you know is your biggest limitation. And, Peter, when we expand our lives, you don't expand into new things. You expand into new limitations. And that opens you up to understand this is a new limitation. Where's my next breakthrough or where is my next paradigm of prosperity? So as we're speaking with um, Rob Wilson, we're finding that as you start to expand some things, the potential and the possibilities just become so much greater. We're going to run a little commercial break. We'll be right back. Savage Smokes is a new site on the scene dedicated to the trending electronic cigarette industry. If you are looking into e-cigs as an alternative to tobacco and have been disappointed by the ones you picked up at the gas station or you kept your money in your pocket because you didn't know which one to buy, head to SavageSmokes.com for honest and up-to-date electronic cigarette reviews on most e-cigs you see on the shelves. You've been listening to The Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the dash radio. And now, back to the show. Okay, we are back. This is Peter Mingles riding solo today. Dawn Wright DeBronce, who is my co-host, is on her way um, driving to an event somewhere today, so I'm hosting this myself with Rob Wilson. Rob Wilson has a website called Cowboy-Wisdom, Cowboy-Wisdom.com, and if you go there, you'll see some of the – he has a lot of articles on that website, links to different resources – downloads where you can actually get some of the teachings that he has, access to his his books. And as we started and just finished our last segment, we were talking about expanding the possibilities. And as I've been listening, um, Rob, as we've been going through this, 
you know, we we kind of shared that some of the things that we had happened at the beginning portions of our lives, and maybe those are the things that we have to kind of let go of. And when we start to do the NLI, that neuro-linguistic innovation, we'll start to break some of those barriers and start to expand the possibilities and realize that a lot of the limits that we have placed on ourselves seem to be self-inflicted and with no merit. So walk us through the next step. So here we are. We're, we're uh, listening to some of the stuff that you're doing. We're crawling inside maybe some of the reasons that might be holding us back. What are some of the things that people can do to make the measurable changes? And what books might they buy or audios might they download specifically from you to help us get there? Well, i got a letting go CD. And it really comes up. The fastest way is I don't know, because none of us know in this world. And if you can tell yourself, I don't know, it's the conscious mind doesn't know, but the subconscious mind hears I know. The subconscious mind hears doesn't hear a negative word. And take all the not words out of your life and quit looking at other people's lives and trying to make your life feel better than theirs because that comparison actually locks you into a paradox of right where you're at. And the thing people have to really open up to, the two biggest fears people have is wealth and success and understanding their own. They encompass an innate talent. They have to stop listening to the naysayers, and they have to open themselves up to allowing themselves the guts and the willingness to let go of where they're at in life because we want to justify being right, right where we're at and expand at the same time. You'll never do that. And I got a little saying. I got the spunk to admit it to get it. You got to admit right out of the gate all your challenges, your frustration, your fears, you got to admit them to yourself. It doesn't matter how anybody else feels. And stop trying to please everybody, especially mom and dad. You know, we try to live to to do that. You can love your mom and dad, but if they're dictating your life, you're living in the control of them. And also, what is it? That every time something happens, you go to one thing. It's admitting you have the challenges. And also, the words you speak, let's say you're gossiping about somebody else, you can say whatever you want about somebody else, but the words you speak, the thoughts you have, are all yours. Every emotion, everything is. And you want to get an emotional energy of success. It's your inner emotion. And when you get them queasy moments and you get them uneasy emotions, that's your blocks to your life. Your body and everything will do, will tell you where you're at because it really isn't mind, body, spirit. It's spirit, body, mind. The body is the place you have to let go in because for me, when I let go, it starts at the root chakra and comes up and you are going to get angry, frustrated, agitated, and mad at the world because you don't understand what's going on the first time. Because the first time I had let go of something deep in the body, 
I was mad and angry at the world for about two weeks. And I had no clue what was going on. And finally, I just started asking myself questions. And they come out. And then ever since now when I get that queasy feeling in the stomach, I know instantly something's leaving. And to feed your ego, you're going to have to go through some challenges. And the thing to remember about a challenge, a challenge don't enter your life because you you did something wrong. A challenge enters your life because you did something right. Because that challenge is there to expand you out of where you're at into a new paradigm of wisdom, wealth, and success, and loving yourself. See, most people walk around and say, do it through love. Peter, they're hiding from the inner self because... You have to let go of the pain to gain, to galvanize astute, innovative newness within yourself. And you make a vocabulary of being, bold, clean, and you start using them words. And pretty soon, it takes over the inner dialogue. And that's why rhymes work. They take over the subconscious and the inner dialogue. And the first thing you really have to expand through is the inner dialogue. You can't tell the world you're great and then inside yourself, I'm a chicken. you got to really address that and say, how am I a chicken and where did this come from? And, you, and, and that's why hypnotherapy and NLP and EFT and this stuff work. It gets into the subconscious. It gets into the ingrained pain of the ingrained imprints. So it sounds like you're just learning how to use your brain better, for lack of a scientific uh, way of explaining this, and you're figuring out how you kind of work better. Now, you said, we, we, first you said mind, body, spirit, which just seems to be, I think, the natural order which we probably all learned it, and then you said what? Spirit, body, mind. And why the that mind, The mind follows everything. The body leads. The spirit will tell you where to go if you listen, but the body if you're sick, what does your body feel? Your head feel? Right. Absolutely. It feels body. And when you feel great, who's what's telling you you feel great? Your mind. Your body. Your oh, body. Right. Yeah, there you go. Yep. And see, when you can listen to the body, the body will lead you. The mind will follow whatever is out there. But when you start listening to the heart and the gut, it goes from the heart to the gut to the mind. And when you can have the courage to listen to your inner self and be willing to follow it, because some of that stuff that comes up out of that, from the heart and the gut area, it scares the heebie-jeebies out of the conscious mind. Because we've been taught by a poverty-conscious system. And prosperity scares this. You actually have to open up to learn and understand prosperity. And this is something I had somebody on my radio show last night, and this is something I I learned yesterday. The reason wealthy kids are wealthy when they get older is because wealthy kids are taught about money, wealth, and how to make money. And like me, when I grew up through the farm and stuff, we were taught how to be afraid of money because money was bad, we never had enough, you never had this. And see, that's the difference. you got to teach yourself that money is an innovation 
is wisdom and innovation in action equals your cash flow. So I was listening to one of your previous radio shows, and um, you were talking about, you know, the economy and the this, this state that it was in and some of the things that we need to do to kind of turn ourselves around. So talk to us about how people can apply your level of thinking and the way you're doing your stuff to maybe their real-life situations they're in right now. There's probably some people listening to our show that are underemployed, that are maybe afraid to make some changes, um, that, that might risk, you know, or maybe being at risk of losing certain things or being behind on bills and really not sure what's going on. There's some college graduates or high school grads that are just kind of entering the job market, and they're being conditioned one way or another to anticipate the economy that they're going to be walking into. Help us apply some of the things that you would teach in these, I'm going to use the word tough economic times, because although they might not really be tough, maybe our perception of them might be that they're tough. So help me with that. First thing I'm going to say is let go of the words faith and believe and open up a trust in yourself to step forward. And if you're underemployed and you're going through anything, become self-educated. There's books, CDs. There's so much stuff out there. But get out of the pity me party that your feelings are yourself because you're put there. Here's something that I expanded into. I was put, I chose to be with my parents and them parents and live this life I'm living because I come down here to expand myself through this situation and into where I desire to be. And if you want a helping hand in the world, there's two things that will help you, your heart, your guts, your mind, and then two things right at the end of your wrist. You want a helping hand. It's your helping hand. But here's the thing. You can't sit around in the bar or at home on the couch watching TV hoping your life will change. Well, hope is a pole. you got to open up, have the grit and the git to walk out there and say, I, can't, I am going to open up. And it's really about not saying just I can. It's about saying I won because I willy, willingly opened new wisdom because I chose to listen to the people that have done it. And they're a guide. And one thing I'm going to say is if you are scared of life, life is, a, well, life is willing to punish those who are scared. But life will also be good to those who are willing to step forward. And all the dislikes and hate you have in the world, they're yours. They're, they're just not out there. And what you don't like about somebody is what you don't like about yourself. So you want to sit down, draw a line on the papers, what I like about myself, what I don't like about myself. And you write one, one like, one dislike. And you do that, and then you find out that's one thing. And then the dislikes, it doesn't matter. You can expand through them. Then the next one is, what is my dream and where am I at? And you got to just kind of see, you got to feel your way, but what are you willing to expand through to get to the other side? And I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't think wages will come up for a long time in this country because we're ingrained that cheap wages are the way to go. But there's two things 
they cannot take away from you. I don't care how broke you are. I don't care how poor you are. Wisdom and innovation you own for life. If you expand them, you'll expand the other. And, you know, there's training out there, and there's apprenticeships. There's things you can go do, but never let a no stop you. A no is just new opportunity. That's all a no means. You're going to hear no's a lot. You probably hear no's more than yeses. And Colonel Sanders was turned down 1,008 times for his Kentucky Fried Chicken recipe. It's your will to never let somebody steal your dreams. So how will you open out that? And a dream is a daring, revolutionary epiphany, aggrandizing magnificence, opening your eyes to wealth and success. It's your eyes you open to wealth and success. And if, and if you was walking into a burning building, you was on the top floor, how would you get down? That's kind of the way you got to look at life when you want to expand. And there's always a path if you're willing to take it. So left to their own devices, if they follow the course of the economy, and I think I agree with you, there's probably not going to be a lot of things done on their own will probably consider this the lost decade as far as the economy was concerned for a lot of people, but there's still plenty of opportunity if they expand their mind to be able to make some things happen. So talk to me about, and I'm going to switch subjects just a little bit because I'm always fascinated by what I'm going to ask you next. You started speaking about past lives and regression. Now, I'm going to just kind of like, distract me for one or distract this conversation for one second. I could really resonate with what you said by what happens in the womb. When my granddaughter was in her mom's womb, um, she lived with us and they were we have three dogs and those three dogs bark like crazy all the time. And I swore that was gonna scare a baby after she was born. Well that little girl in her mom's belly probably heard those dogs barking thousands of times and she doesn't even flinch. And she's got perfect, she's got okay hearing. I can't say she's got perfect hearing. She's got good hearing. And she, that girl doesn't flinch. So what was going on in that little baby's womb relative to those dogs barking? We're being noticed by that little baby whose brain was developing at that time. If that will happen with a baby's brain as it's developing with a dog barking, and I'm not a scientist, but common sense would suggest validation for everything that you had mentioned a little bit earlier. The thoughts that were going through her mom's mind, the conversations she was having, who knows, maybe what she was listening to, what she was watching, the background noise, all of that stuff somewhat counts. It all counts. The emotional energy of the mom, how the parents got along, and really how the parents talked about the baby See, your heart is the first thing that starts working in the womb. And then the body, the rest of it develops. But see, when they come out, they can think. And the subconscious mind and the, the body, they feel things. And you, how many times do you feel something before you see it or hear it? And you start feeling it. And that's where the body comes in. And then we'll, the baby in the womb, if the parents are bickering, fighting, and, you know, that baby is going to come out angry. It's how the parents get along and how this, the places that work. 
And see, that's what happens. I don't want to say anything rude, but when you go into the inner cities, the inner cities, Peter, uh, are just a prison with roads out of it because people don't know how to get out of it. Right. And they're ingrained with that. And and the anger and the frustration of any marriage when the child is in the womb, how the parents got along in the and the and the atmosphere at home is pretty much how that baby's going to be as it grows up. Well, so that's that part. And we're going to take a, a really brief break for a second, but then you even go further when you start talking about past lives. So we're going to touch on that uh, right after we're done with this. Here we go. Are you in a run about your taxes? No more with this simple template. Your business deserves the best, and so do you. Try our simple bookkeeping formula. You'll look organized, find your receipts, and you might even get a write-off. One thing is for sure, you'll thank us. Visit bit.ly forward slash the dash taxes. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash D-A-S-H taxes. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. Okay, we are back with Peter Mingles. I'm co-hosting this show with my guest. His name is Rob Wilson. He has a website called cowboy-wisdom.com. That's cowboy is in C-O-W-B-O-Y, dash, like the minus sign, wisdom, W-I-S-D-O-M.com. And we were just finishing up a conversation about what happens as a baby is being developed after conception, but... Rob, bring us to what happens even, you know, you talk about, you're a regression specialist. Tell us about the influence of what might have happened even before that. You know, you know, the first time when I went to hypnotherapy school and they showed me past regression because I didn't really know. But something I, I started, we basically have had the same subconscious and the same spirit all through life. And something that I really expanded into, and this was a, when I first told myself this, we live a continuous now because everything happens now. So when you can open up to understanding that, and when we start going back, you go back lifetimes, there's always an episode that comes up usually in people. And it happens before the womb because the subconscious mind and the spirit remember what went on in previous lives and we also have history we are taught history by those who want to do things and have it their way when you can quit living the history and start writing your desires you'll stop living history because history is his story and their story is what they want you to leave. And that's why history repeats itself is because we live the same thing. And really what we have to do here and what past regression does, it breaks the history of that ingrained image in the subconscious mind. 
So those things are a little bit like, uh, you know, they're, how would I say, the unless they're worked upon using the techniques that you're teaching us now, um, those are the, like the standard operating procedures, almost like an operating uh, procedure for a computer. That's kind of like the way it's going to be if you don't work on it to expand perhaps some of the limitations that you place on it. Is that more or less the way it works? Yeah, unless you let it go and, and start understanding it. And once you go into a troubled thing, into something that's very troubled, it never goes away because it's buried. But the subconscious mind thinks that's what you want and it keeps you safe. See, all the negativity and all the blockages, that's, the subconscious thinks we're safe when we do that. The subconscious mind doesn't understand that's what you want to get rid of. The conscious mind does. But the, there's a gatekeeper between them, and that gatekeeper and the subconscious ain't going to let you get out unsafe. It's like an addiction. That's a subconscious addiction, not a conscious addiction. So and, this might... And addiction... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 keep going. But an addiction isn't an addiction. It's the best friend people have. Smoking, drugs, all that, it becomes the best friend and becomes the only thing the addict trusts in life. And it's the only thing that's really steady and don't bicker with him when he's... or fight with him or the woman who's addicted. Addiction's a tough thing for a lot of people. And um, I've been dealing with different issues with family members relative to addictions, and I'm in direct sales and direct sales management, and it always seems as if if you're in those types of professions, those are sometimes the only professions left for people that may need a second, third, fourth, or 50th chance because they blew it maybe because of their addictions before. So I've always kind of been around that whole addiction thing, and I don't think there's anything, well, you said a lot of really true things. One thing that really resonates with me is how they actually build a relationship with their addiction that they hold on to. I've said to some of the people that I've worked with, you love alcohol or drug or an addictive behavior more than you love your kids or more than you love your job or more than you love anything else. And that's kind of like a really tough thing to try to figure out. Why are addictions, now maybe because of the definition, that'd be one thing, but why are addictions so hard to let loose of for some people that it would seem obvious they could? Well, for the outside looking in, it's easy. But that addiction, when they're under the influence of alcohol or the drug, they're free of the pain of everyday life. It's really they don't have, they've let everyday life overtake them and then when people get mad at them and say mean things, the addict, the addict, the the drug or the alcohol never says anything bad to them. It makes them feel good. It's really letting them open up to find a new friend. And a lot of times, this is something I discovered, if you listen to an addict and just let them talk and talk and talk, without any interruption, you'll get to the bottom point. The key to hypnotherapy and all things, Peter, is listening without telling them what to do. And that's the real thing. And, you know, the 12-step programs, 
There's one thing a 12-step program never lets them say. It's like AA. Uh, it's a good program, but it never lets them say, I am a liberated alcoholic. It says, I'm an alcoholic. And so the subconscious mind is latching onto that. But you see the difference? I'm an alcoholic or am I a liberated alcoholic? Which one's more free? The one that you mentioned second, the liberated alcoholic. Yeah, so you want to liberate yourself. And it's how you really want to go about this is how do I choose to liberate myself and let go? And how do I start minding my own business, keeping my eyes on? And now I'm going to speak about something that is part of my I Expand Through Life seminars. It's called Sovereign Innocence. Every situation in your life has been innocent. It's our conviction and how we think and how we react is how every situation is our life. If you can step back and when you're going into a challenge and look at the challenge as innocence, you can open up a new paradigm and allow yourself to go through that because you're going to go through things in silence and let the wisdom speak to you rather than being aggressive. But we always been taught you have to be aggressive. Actually, life is patient, is a patience builder. And when you can open up to this, and I just opened up to this a whole bunch today, I can never dislike anybody because if I'm disliking somebody, I'm disliking myself and I don't have that right. Pretty interesting stuff. We have a few minutes left. If you were to go through your product line that you have, because I've been on the website looking at the different titles that you have, what would be some of the suggestions that you might have. So go through the different things that you sell on your website. So for those people that want to look along, you go to cowboy-wisdom.com and walk us through the different things that you have and for whom that might be for. Well, the first thing on there, if you're just beginning, I'm going to tell you the letting go CD is probably the best letting go out there because the first 30 minutes, is letting go in the last 40 minutes is basically a a meditation, but you won't. Uh, the thing about it is, is you can't listen to it driving because you. It was a hard one to because you go to sleep. But there's, I got a visionary vocabulary video coming out. That's one I would get, but the letting go, and the fear is my friend book. It really goes into depth. And the thing about my writing and all my stuff, there is not a not word or a negative word in there. The only time you'll see a not word is I don't know. But other than that, there isn't. Take all the not words out of your life. And um, I'd also get Fear's My Friend, the Flow in the Globe book and CD are good. I'd get them and I expand through... uh, Expand Through Life is a good CD. The Sunrise Meditation is about a sunrise coming up and you become stronger as the sunrise goes up. And the $10 million meditation is really unique because what happens with the $10 million meditation, you actually get to go into the bank and deposit the money and you get to let go and the money comes in and sets on your couch. It really opens your mind to how money is my friend. And money is my friend is a good CD because it, it it tells you how we blame money for everything and money's never done anything. Money is actually an energy. And um, 
but then we'll open you up. But Fear is My Friend and the Letting Go CD and all that stuff on there is going to talk. I don't talk about what you should do. I don't talk about what you can't do. I open your eyes to your own inner self and I open you up to your own innate abilities. And that's what neuro-linguistic innovation is, is about opening you up to see your own abilities. And that's where people struggle in this world, Peter, is because they're unwilling to see their own abilities to expand through because they bought into what they've been told. And if somebody tells you you can't do something, that's them telling you they don't have the guts to do it. So open up your own gut, step into it, and do it, because a lot of times we step back when we should be stepping forward, Peter. So I hear, you know, from a lot of the things that you've been mentioning, and we're kind of closing up this radio show, is that people are probably not reaching or living their true potential. We probably all have walls around us or limitations that are self-inflicted, and what you're teaching us to do with these types of things is knock down those walls expand your brain there's a huge amount of everything that's available and we're probably just using a fraction and after talking to you almost none of the real true potential that we really can um i love the content of the information on this call if people want um to purchase some of the things that you had just mentioned they're all unbelievably reasonably priced most of them that I see over here are downloadable. You have a bunch of articles as well. And if you go to cowboy-wisdom.com, you'll be able to see the wonderful material that we have here. I'm going to give you the last couple of words as far as words of encouragement for the people that might be listening in. Some people might be having some challenging times. So give us some stuff that really helps add to our dash. You know, whatever you feel is holding you back, is because you're allowing it. The only one that can stop you from being successful and wealthy is you because you're unwilling to let go of your current situation. You want to actually infatuate the wise to walk inside speaking enterprising endeavors to the world. But it really goes like this for me. I chime the rhyme in the subliminal mind to untie the lies in the subconscious mind to fly freely living the Yahweh of my life. And that's a God that you want to free the inner self to be free in your royal. But you really want to untie the lies of what you've told yourself and open yourself up to expand your wisdom, engage in the inner sage, and do the intra-enterprising to see that entrepreneur within you experience life in a galvanizing gusto to generate utopian, sapient, tantalizing omnificence every day. And omnificence is the most powerful creation there is. Wonderful material. Thank you very much. <laughs> We've just heard from Rob Wilson. Again, go to the website, cowboy-wisdom.com. Rob, thanks for being here on our show. We're going to say goodbye to everybody. We'll speak to you next time. Thank you very much. Huh? Well, thank you, and I want to thank all your listeners, and thank you, Peter. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. To get reminders for our live shows, click follow on the top of any show. 
Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com. For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Again, thanks for spending some of your Dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon.